Thank you for downloading this podcast from our Tabar Gathering 2018. For more information on Tabar, please visit tabar-network.com. We hope you enjoy listening to this teaching. About a year ago, we were sitting in a meeting here in our boardroom and we're trying to strategize as we do sometimes about things that we wanted to hear God on and programs that we wanted to run and things that we wanted to get right in church life and yeah, it's just like lots of great things come out of those meetings and often the Lord uses them to really initiate stuff. This particular day I can't even really remember what we were talking about but we just said listen you know what we're not really getting anywhere let's just stop and pray and um, we just sat in our seats in our boardroom with our whiteboard and we stopped writing stuff on it and we just said God, come and we need breakthrough here. We need your spirit. And for 45 minutes or so, we were kind of locked in our chairs. Felt like the weight of God's presence just wouldn't allow us to move on. And during that time, I had a picture. And the picture was that I was sitting on the front row of this church, Phil and others of our team. And, and, and then what happened was the Holy Spirit, I didn't like see him vividly, but just the impression that the, almost like the Holy Spirit personified, if you like, he got up to preach. <laughs> and we were all like, whoa, the Holy Spirit's going to speak this morning. It's going to be good. <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> the Holy Spirit's getting up to speak. And, and then in the picture, I felt like, I was seeing things through the eyes of the Holy Spirit and it was like he wasn't saying anything but he was like he was both smiling and weeping at the same point and he was looking out and as I looked out Jesus was all over the gathering and he was sitting with a single mom just telling her she was doing great And he was bringing two people together that had allowed bitterness to get between the relationship and he was bringing their hands together and teaching them how to love one another. And he was standing beside some of our guys at Stack Church and he was messing about with them and telling them that he was proud of them and he delighted in them. And he um, he was wiping away some tears he was singing over some people. And it felt like the Lord said to me, Alan, this is a time of the takeover. This is when the Holy Spirit takes over. And you've got to be used to and become more used to gatherings where you relinquish control. And so sometimes when you stand up in the microphone and you're not quite sure what to say, do you know why? It's because you're not quite sure what to say. But when we trust that the Spirit is here, because He promises to be, He He moves. He moves beyond the stage. He moves beyond the front. And He brings Jesus to us. And He glorifies Jesus. And He brings Jesus more clearer into our focus. And He reveals more of the beauty of Jesus. And for too long in our land, 
We've grieved the Holy Spirit. We've resisted Him. And I don't say that in any kind of shame way. I just, just think we've got a bit of fear. And God just wants to lift that fear off us. Because the Holy Spirit, contrary to what we think, actually brings order to our chaos. He brings godly order. And so just in these moments, I feel like the Spirit would say to us that He is not a Spirit of fear. And Jesus would say to us, trust my Holy Spirit. Trust my Holy Spirit, because He is not a Spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind, because perfect love casts out fear. And do you know what? His power is His love, and His love is His power. And there's no other system in the world that can operate like that. In the world, power is not love. In the world these days, love is not power, the power of God. And so just in these moments, we're just going to pull some threads together here in a moment, but just in these moments for, for your own life and for your church, just receive the Holy Spirit again, almost like Jesus as he breathed upon the disciples. You can stand, you can sit, you can kneel, you can do whatever. Just for a few moments, receive the Holy Spirit afresh. Just relinquish control. I feel like there's even some leaders here. And and the Lord's question to you is a gentle one. It's 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 <laughs> He's not coming at you with wrath at the moment, okay? So it's just a it's just a gentle kind of friendly little bit of correction. And he's just saying these words, I think. He's just saying, why the control? Why the control? What are you fearful of? Because that's what I want. I'm bigger than your fear. bigger than your fear just give it to me take my perfect love so the Holy Spirit's just gracing you afresh right now he's just gracing and cloaking some people with fresh fresh grace and fresh anointing come Lord Jesus Just let him breathe. Mm. Jesus described the Holy Spirit as the promise of the Father. It was like the best gift that the Father could give us was his own Spirit. And here's the thing, church, Jesus couldn't wait for us to receive him. Jesus couldn't wait to watch what it would be like when the Spirit fell on all flesh. Just receive him afresh.
Jesus. This is all he's ever been looking, you know. He's just been looking a place where his spur can rest. Holy Spirit, we want to host you better. We want to host you better in our lives. We want to host you better in our churches. We want to host you better in our streets and communities. We want to host you better in our nation. Come, gentle dove, and rest on your children. remain in this uh, gentle place <laughs> the Holy Spirit's just doing stuff in our lives often as he comes he, he wants to speak and just a few words we want to release over some people and some churches we feel he's been brewing Chris and the guys should have said it on a phenomenal job as well just leading lots of prophetic appointments where lots of people have been spoken to by God a few other things we just um, feel he wants to say just remain in this place and uh, Um, just, just generally, uh, I feel like um, a lot of people have come here, and you feel like you've been filled up, um, but you haven't quite reached the point of overflow. And I think that God just wants to release a sense of overflow. Sometimes we feel like I've been filled up enough. It's for me. It's for me. It's for me. It's for me. But we're supposed to be filled up to overflow. Um, it actually, says in, in John. Um, in John 4, the woman at the well, the, the, what God will do will, will be a spring that will well up, that will pour out to eternal life. And she goes back to her own community and she spills out, she pours out, an entire town comes to faith. And so if you've been filled up, I just feel like God's saying to you, he's going to keep on filling because you're supposed to be pouring out. And he, because you're pouring out, you're going to receive more. Um I have a couple of words just um just the, by the way just the people who have been praying and doing the prophetic appointments have just done a fantastic job i'm really honored to be involved in that but um so can i ask owen could you stand up please um and owen uh, kind of feel like you're i i just actually feel that there's something on you that you're attracting prophetic because you're attracting God because um, of your openness and the softness of your heart um, and um, I felt God actually said there's going to be an outpouring of the spirit in, in your church an actual outpouring that what you long to see over your house is what's already in your house um, and that, that there are wells both old wells and new wells that are going to be unblocked and, and going to be released and um, 
they're going to spring up. Uh, and I felt like God said that, that from an outpouring comes an outworking, that, that with this outpouring of his spirit, there'll be an outworking, which will be a transformational outworking into your different communities. And um, so can everybody else stand up who's from a CFC? A CFC? Just because there's a few of you. No, there's more of you. Hi. Um, and I just felt that this is for the whole family and for all of your families, that what God wants to do in one part of your family wants to do it in all parts of your family. And I think there's, there's a sense in which that, that God is honoring your, your birthing and your rebirthing of good things. And this outpouring that's going to happen in the big place is going to happen in all the other places too, that it's going to actually spring up and, and burst out and explode out. Uh, and there, so there are people who have been carrying something from previous outpourings that are in your environment, but it's going to look different. Um, and, and you're going to have to lead them through that process. This is what it looks like now. And this is what God is doing this time. This is how it's different, but this is how it's good. And it's an outpouring. But from it, there's going to be an outworking. And that outworking is just as important because unless there's an outworking, the, the, the outpouring will, will cease. And so just I just want to pray. Could a couple of people maybe just um, reach out and put your hands on... On, on these guys and let's just pray for that Lord we thank you for CFC God I just thank you in my own life I know that they pioneered something in this nation that we all stand in the good of that we've all benefited from for so long and Lord we just honour them we honour Owen and the leadership and, and everybody involved in, in these CFC churches God and we ask for an outpouring of your spirit again you'd unblock wells wells of, of hearts and people people who are carrying a depth of your presence that, they, that, that would be unlocked again and for new wells to spring up within that environment new hearts and minds to just bubble up and, and burst over and we, Lord we thank you for what you have been doing uh, in their worship but Lord, we ask for a tenfold increase of what you're doing in their worship, Lord, that, that they would carry a sign. And Lord, we thank you and we just give, give thanks for what they did in worship in the past. But Lord, we say this is a new season of outpouring, a new season of outpouring in worship that is going to not just affect this land, but it's going to carry again throughout the nations. Lord, what you have done before, will you do it again? And will you do more in the lives of people in CFC? Thank you, Lord. Yeah, so just continue to minister there. That's great. But uh, Brian and Pauline, you'll have to stand up again. Um, so I, I saw the word reversal over, over the two of you, and I felt that, that there was a different way that the two of you were going to minister. And I felt like God was saying that Brian and Pauline are going places to minister, that, that your two names will, will be heard so much more often, Brian and Pauline together uh, are doing stuff and, and um, so there's there's a, a ministry and a talking about what God has done in you and through you and in your life and in your ministry um, that actually looks, I felt like, like God said Brian that you'll be in front of a pulpit a lot more often than you're in front of a guitar <laughs> And it's time to step out from behind the guitar. Uh, and, but, but I do think you're going to write healing songs. And it'd be like you'll be teaching and you'll be saying this is what God's been doing. And then you go, oh, yeah. Like, and you'll be going over the guitar and thinking, oh, yeah, there's that thing I can do with the guitar as well. But I just think God's bringing you into a completely new season where you're both sharing together what God has been doing in and through you. And it's like there's so much gold. 
there's so much gold in you and, and in your hearts and in your lives. And, and so we just bless that. But I felt that God said that um, you don't just have a gift for the church, Brian, you are a gift to the church. Um, and the extent... And the extent to which you are embedded in the church is the extent to which your ministry is going to be released. It's going to be released from family outwards. And, and that, that rhythm and that, and that place of being embedded was something that was actually going to then release you into this new phase of ministry. So maybe a few people could just gather around Brian and Pauline. We'd love to, to pray for them. Lord, we thank you for what you're doing in the life of Brian and Pauline. And Lord, we just speak a new thing on them and a new boldness. And Lord, we thank you for their story. Lord, we thank you for the gold that exists in all the things you've said and done with them. We thank you for their, their love of, of Scripture, their love of the Word. Lord, we, we thank you for the music and all that skill and all that stuff. And Lord, we ask you continue to bless that. And I just see um, healing songs being released, Brian, that you're going to write specific songs that are going to bring healing to specific people. And you're going to know this is the song that will unlock that, that will bring healing to this, that will bring healing to that person. And Lord Paul, you know, Pauline, I just feel like you've got a story to tell and you need to tell it. You need to tell it well. You need to tell it um, because it's going to release people and bring healing to them that, that what you have been through and the price that you have paid for your journey is, is, is the goal that God looks at that he wants to, you to share with others. Are Mark and Angie still here? Mark and Angie. Are they? Stand up, Mark and Angie. I've come up the front, you're too far away. Come on. So uh, I was praying for you, and I said to you the other day, uh, I'm going to say where we met, it was the toilets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's right, it was just me and Mark. That's even more awkward. But I, just uh, completely unrelated to that, I saw a river. Um, uh, and I saw like a water mill. And so I saw like the river of God's spirit was turning a water mill and the water mill was attached to a building. And, and instead of like the, the water mill grinding wheat it was actually there were like all these different um creative ministries spinning round and round that were being driven by the water well of god's mill of god's spirit and so i felt like that god was calling you to do something and to set up something that like had creativity and healing and and like an enterprise element to it but it was about healing counseling creativity and ministry all these things and actually all of them were were spinning around and moving and bringing healing to people that came into that building because of the flow of, of god's spirit um so I think that, that God is taking you to a new place and doing a new thing in that. And it's just go, it's going to bring a healing to people who have been forgotten and who have been left out and feel isolated and on the edge. You're going to see them set free. And I just think there's something about, I know, Mark, God's been doing a lot of stuff in you around art, artistry and creativity, but it's going to bring healing to people alongside something just unique that you're carrying, Angie, around that too, is bringing healing to broken people. But the two of you working together is so, so powerful for, for God's kingdom.
Yeah, so a few people could get, get around them and pray. And uh, um, Is anybody left from Redeemer? Redeemer Central, can you stand up, please? All of you. <laughs> um, loads of them. Oh, great. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'll go for all of you, uh, first of all. I, I just saw, I saw a prostitute on the steps of your church. Uh, and I felt like God was saying, that's the kind of caliber of people I want to bring to you, to you and to your church, that you're going to be a safe place for, for anybody and everybody and the people that are walking the streets around and, and in and around your building, that God is going to call them to it. But I, and I saw you um, so setting up like a prayer room, but it was a prayer room for the broken. It was like, it wasn't just a prayer room for people in your church. It was like, here's somewhere for people to come and encounter uh, the living God. Um, but that there would be a radical love and embrace. Your ch- church would be marked by a radical love and embrace of the broken and an encounter uh, of the Holy Spirit. And um, just uh, Melanie um, as well. Hiya. Um, I saw you standing on a soapbox but you were speaking softly and people were really listening. And you will help the church, as in the wider church and society, to think differently with heavenly wisdom around the care of, the, of pregnant women and the support of young mothers, that, that God has put something in you. So I know what you do, by the way. Um, so I'm just making that clear. But I think specifically around that, um, a better, more holy answer than the no um, as well is what I feel. And that that um, you will wash the feet of your foes with a heart of compassion. And actually, for specifically for militant feminists, I felt God's going to give you a real heart of compassion for them as well. But I think you, you, there's just God's doing something. I know what, what you do for your job, but I think God is giving you a heart for the, the one of the biggest issues that's facing our nation at the minute. And God's giving you wisdom and the ability to speak in into the, the, the abortion issue in our land. Um, so could we maybe just reach and just stretch and pray for Redeemer in general, but specifically for Melanie as well. Lord, will you just release something upon this church for the broken, particularly for the, the broken people who are gathered around the streets of Belfast, for the homeless, for the alcoholics, for the drug addicts, for, for the, the prostitutes. May their church be marked by radical love, a radical embrace, but also a radical encounter of the Holy Spirit. And Lord, we thank you for Melanie. We thank you for her heart for the lost and the least. And I pray, Lord, that she would find a voice a quiet, effective, holy voice that speaks for the unborn child. Lord, that you would put something on her heart for that. Lord, that she will speak with authority. Lord, that she will embrace her foes and, and bring the love and the kingdom of God into their hearts as well. Will you release that on to them in the name of Jesus? Let's continue to minister the Redeemer guys' call out. God wants to do in their hearts and lives. Come, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. I really know that this can be the kind of typical kind of word when it's an Irish gathering, but (laughs) I do feel we need to pray for new songs. Um, And I, I would love to ask anybody who feels like prophetically and poetically God would like to use them to restore something of 
the supernatural breaking in of worship and the release of a new song uh, from the soil of this land. Would you stand if you feel that God's called you to do that? Mm. In any capacity. A rediscovery of a lost inheritance in songwriting with new authority to see the supernatural breaking in in worship. Come on, come on let's, let's pray for these guys. Let's uh, put, a, put a hand on their shoulders or their whatever. Come on, let's pray that new song out. And, and if you're um, one of those people, why don't you just start, um, if it's actual singing that you want to do, just start singing now. Just start singing. <laughs> Just sing whatever you want. Just sing it out. Just draw it out. Come on, let's sing it out in the spirit. Jesus. More, Lord. More, Lord. Let it rise up, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just um, if you can, 
uh, let's take your seats for one moment, would you? Don't worry, we're going to finish with the song. You can let rip in a moment or two, finally. Take your seats. Um, maybe Ali, you come as well. Just, just a couple more, sh- just sh- short words. That we just, I just feel are important. And then um, I'm going to draw things to a close. Just really feel like one ahead. Beth, Beth, um, just shared this with me yesterday morning, and I just feel it's for some people before they leave. Just listen to these words. So it just felt in my spirit. Um, the Lord um, reminded me of the story of Hannah. And how year after year, Hannah made a pilgrimage to the temple. And that, and her heart was broken because she, she just longed to have a child. She longed for the desire of her heart to have a child. And that, and she saw what the other wife could have. She was having child after child, and yet nothing was happening in Hannah's life. But she made that pilgrimage year after year, and she got to the temple. And even though Eli thought she was drunk as she wept and prayed before the Lord, the Lord honored her, and the Lord gave her the desire of her heart. And I just believe, and as I said to Alan yesterday morning, I just believe in my spirit that there would be people here this weekend, and this has been a pilgrimage for you. You've been on a journey. You've been longing, you've desires within your heart that you want to see God fulfill. And the Lord would say, you've come, you've come to the temple, you've come to me. And that, and I, I want to give you those desires. And some of you have received words, and I know that God has given you those desires this weekend. And I just, I just believe in the spirit that the Lord would say, you know, as you go away, just take those desires with you, take those giftings, take those ministries. But the thing is, what Hannah did, she gave it straight back to the Lord again, you know. And the Lord says, "Honor me, you know. I've given this to you. Honor me now. Give it back to me." and allow me to be honoured through it. Amen. Thanks. Bless you, Beth. So I just feel this is quite important, actually. We're going to end on a let's go and take the nations kind of thing. All right? So do we, do we, but I just feel like there, for a moment, there's a few people here and, um, you know, you hear other people get a prophetic word and you've heard other stories and you're just longing for breakthrough in your own place or in your own life. And um, it's felt a bit like watching the sister have the children while you've had to face the, the barrenness. And um, it's kind of, so I'm going to ask you to do something really brave. You, you know, you might be pretty way through this, but I just love, love to pray for you. And so sometimes the way we expose that kind of thing is just to say, you know what, Jesus, in the midst of my disappointment, in the midst of it looking like the breakthrough's happening everywhere else around me, God, I just want to choose to keep on trusting and give it back to you because that breakthrough will come. Uh, maybe it's even a bit of a nervousness around the things of the Spirit. I think even for some people, it's like, God, I don't even know what this is sometimes, but uh, I know there's something here and I feel like I'm spectating. I'm looking around at happening with other people. And God, I'd like in. If, if that's you, would you, would you just stand wherever you are and I'd love to pray for you. Just for a few moments. So. Hmm. Jesus. Hmm. Hmm. Come on, just stretch your hand out. This is really brave of these guys, isn't it? It's really brave. We don't know what's going on in on inside. We don't know the 
the disappointments that they carry. We don't know the tears that they cry to the Lord necessarily. We don't know their hidden disappointments. Some of the griefs that are buried. We don't know what it's like for them to walk in the church every week. It looks like everybody else is getting the blessing. And so the Lord, I think, would say to you today, there is no place that you can go that I have not yet been. There's no place of disappointment that you can experience that I have not yet experienced and therefore I am with you. And I weep with you and I cry your tears and I am your wounded healer. And in my resurrected body are the scars, the wounds. And those wounds aren't because he needs reminded, but those wounds are so you can look at his resurrected body Remember that he feels what you feel and he knows what you know. And so, Jesus, we thank you that you weep with us in our place of weeping like you did with Hannah. But, Lord, we thank you that you don't leave us, sir. God, we thank you that you are the God who leads us out into a broad place. We thank you that you are the God who brings us into a spacious place. And Lord, we thank you that you are the God in the midst of those times that trains our hands to war and our fingers to fight. And so God, we call forth even right now on our brothers and sisters the breakthrough that they're longing for, God. Father, we call forth in Jesus' name, Lord, the destiny that you have placed in their lives, O oh God. Father, we call forth, O oh God, the well and the good purposes of God that were ordained before time, before they were even born. We call them forth. We call them into being, Jesus. And Father, we pray for immeasurable grace in the waiting. Lord, we pray for perseverance in new measures. We pray for that fruit of the Spirit to emerge in them, to be formed even more deeply in them. And we pray for the breakthrough, God, to come in Jesus' name. God, we thank you that your word says that you are the God who bursts through Baal Perazim, that you are the God who breaks through, God. And Father, I thank you that when it comes, it doesn't just come in a trickle, God. It comes in a bursting forth and a bursting through, God. And we pray, God, that that spring would rise up inside in these days in Jesus' name, God. And we pray, Lord, as you give them the desires of their heart, as Hannah teaches us, that they would just give it back to you, God. They would just give it back to you. And Lord, may this be their pilgrimage, Lord. May this be their pilgrimage this weekend of giving these things to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's just listen to what uh, else the Lord So about three months ago, God gave me a word about wells, and I wasn't even aware when I came here yesterday that there'd be so much focus on the wells. And so I just want to share um, what God has given me. It was about six pages. It was a. It was quite a lengthy thing and we've already spoken that I'll probably send it out the whole thing but I'm just going to share something of what, what God shared and I want to release something over us as as um, as leaders as, as just believers in this nation so so the word the, the the vision God gave me I saw a picture of a man and he was standing 
in an open field and he heard a voice from on high and the voice said, dig my son, dig. And so he began to dig and the soil was soft. It was earthy and it was easy to dig. This beautiful Irish soil, it was, it was soft and he was digging. And as he dug, he was, he was filled with joy. He was filled with excitement. He began to dig. And suddenly as he was digging, the soil began to change and the, the soil turned a little bit more stony, a little bit more difficult. There were pebbles in his way and he continued to dig. It was a little bit harder, but he still, he continued to dig and he dug down and he dug down and he heard the voice from on high saying, dig my son, dig. And so he dug and as he was digging, I could hear the sound of metal ringing against solid rock. And as his spade hit the solid rock, he stopped and he looked up and he said, Father, I cannot dig anymore. There is a, there's a rock in my way. But the father said, dig. And so he tried, he tried so hard to dig, but the stone was in his way and it was hard and it was large and it, and it completely stopped him digging. And so he dropped the spade in that moment and in a moment of humility, he dropped onto his hands and knees and with his bare hands, he began to dig around the side of this boulder and he was crying. He said, Father, I can't do this in my own strength. I can't dig anymore. But the voice came and said, dig my son, dig. I will give you the strength that you need. And so he dug and as he dug in humility, he felt like a failure. How am I gonna shift this rock? He felt disappointed. Why is this rock in my way? I can't shift it in my own strength. But the Lord said to him, I will give you the strength that you need to shift these boulders that are in your well. And so he dug with his bare hands and suddenly the boulder began to shift. It began to move and it came out of the way and he continued to dig and he was filled with rejoicing. He said, thank you, Father, I've dug through the rocks. I've dug through the hard soil. And as he dug further down, suddenly the, 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 the lining of the well was filled with jewels. There was gold and there was diamonds and there was jewels right next to him. And he got so excited. He said, yes, yes, this is what I dug for. This is what I came for. I dug for this. I dug for these jewels. I dug for this. And he dropped his spade again and he began to collect the, the gold and the diamonds and the jewels. And he was so full of joy. But in that moment, he heard the voice again. He said, no, dig, my son, dig. And he was bewildered. He said, why? Why do I have to dig? I found the jewel. I found the treasure. I found what you told me to dig for. But the voice said, dig, my son, dig. And so he, in obedience, he said, okay, Father. Okay, Father, I will dig. And he began to dig. And suddenly the, so the, the, the soil became plain and dull, almost boring. It wasn't the gold and the jewels. And the, the, the soil beneath him became like sticky clay. It was sticky in his feet and he tried to dig, but his feet were stuck. And he was longing for the jewels and the gold. He was longing for the soft soil at the top. But the Lord said, dig, my son, dig. And so with, he was exhausted. He was tired and he couldn't anymore. But he said, Father, I will obey. I will obey. And he continued to dig. And as he dug, and as he dug with the last bit of strength that he had, suddenly from beneath his feet came this ice cold water. 
this beautiful stream of living water began to pool beneath his feet and he felt the refreshing come again. And in his tiredness, in his exhaustion, the, the, the water came and he was saying, yes, God, thank you. Thank you that you refresh me in my place of exhaustion. Thank you that you bring refreshing to your son. And as he began to rejoice, the Lord said, one more time, son, dig. And he said, God, not again. Not again. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. He said, one more time, son, dig. And so he thrust his spade one last time with the last bit of strength that he had, with the last bit of grace and energy that he could muster. He thrust that spade into the soil. And from the left-hand side, he heard this rumble. He heard this rumble. He heard a sound like he had never heard before. And gushing forth from his right-hand side, there came this torrent of golden oil, hot golden oil pouring out from his left. And from his right at the same time came this ice-cold water, this refreshing water. And oil and water began to pool and to swirl and to cover him and to fill that place. Oil and water, word and spirit, the very presence of God, the very character and the nature of God. Everything that he wanted was there. And the Lord said, this is what I asked you to dig for my son. It wasn't for the treasure. It was for this. It was for me that you dug. And so God gave me a revelation of all the layers, which I don't have a time to share. But in leaving this time, I felt God wanted me to say one thing. You might be in a place of striking the rock. You might be in a place of clay and you feel like you can't shift it another inch. You might even be a place of prosperity where you're seeing the Lord's blessing and you're seeing God's favor. And the word of the Lord for us, I believe as a nation at this time, is keep on digging. Keep on digging. Keep on digging. Do not stop digging when the prosperity comes. Do not stop digging when the boulders come in your way. And do not stop digging when there's clay at your feet because He will release His very presence over us. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Brilliant word. Brilliant. Amen. Let's jump to our feet. Let's sing out. Let's sing out from the depths of who we are in response to that word. The oil... And the water springing up from deep within us. A move of God, of word and spirit. That's what we're after, isn't it? We've seen glimpses. As Pete said yesterday, it's not everything we've hoped for. Is it something? You better believe it, yeah? Let's worship Jesus one last time together. The ball gathering 20.